0: This is A New World Order, and I am Chancellor Zane C. Weber of the National Council of Zane Australia, here with my colleagues from across the seas and the internet. One who is really, really trying my patience, and the other who never had it to begin with.
1: Well, this is tough. Um, you've got to know I didn't have it, but I'm definitely making it worse. <laughs> Can I be you both? could be both yeah you could i be think both. i'm both i think he just <laughs> rudely didn't didn't uh, introduce you andrew um listen i'm sebastian of the united states of world america hello hello indeed
2: what an introduction
1: <laughs> i thought so there's nothing yeah. about dogs or wrestling or
2: <laughs> with none of the pomp and circumstance that we're used to from the wrestling enthusiast <laughs> of world america I am Andy Schossler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia.
0: And if you're joining us for the first time, you've got some catching up to do. Oh boy. We are in our third season and 143rd episode of Governing Our Own Virtual Nations on nationstates.net, where we deal with the issues that accost our nations every week or so, and try to stick to our own political leanings. Now, (laughs) if memory serves me correctly, we are all in charge of our own nations. Is that correct?
2: Fortunately, that is true.
0: (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to go first with my first issue, which is just snoring with excitement after having to poke my nephew with a stick to wake him up. I'm beset by a chorus of health experts and disgruntled teenagers complaining about the wave of adolescent insomnia gripping the nation. How did they know what I had to do with a stick to wake my nephew up? Is how like, am I under constant surveillance? Is this like? I assume most presidents might be. Is it? But it is it's like on France, the- where like everyone's in the room when I wake up.
2: Yes, in they France. watch you. They watch you climb in. They they watch your breakfast being made, and they and they watch you oh, scoff dislike. it down and. Just like that. Then extrude it all. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I extrude it. Cohesive society.
0: (laughs) Okay, so there are four options. Option number one: Drowsy high schooler Dorothy Douglas jolts awake after finding a microphone in her face. Dude, this is like, uh, uh, terrible. (laughs) The school day is starting earlier and earlier, and that's making us lose our precious sleep, man. If if, if you, like, uh, force schools to start later, we could go, I'll get out of sleep and, like, be more attentive in class.
2: There's some actual research into this actual proposal mm. that actually suggests it would be actually a good idea.
0: Actually. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I know in Europe they, they usually function on, like, a half school day, so they... Either they start earlier and finish at one PM. So usually go from seven yeah. to one, or they start at eleven and go to four. Yeah.
2: But that also ties in with Their a culture seasons. of having a heavy meal in them in the middle of the afternoon.
0: Oh, <coughs> don't get me started so usually, on that heavy meal.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the nine to five thing is a very English thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Frickin' Catholics ruining it for everyone. <laughs> Option number two. Teenager Jake Lennon glances up from his multiple laptops to weigh in. Physical schools are obsolete these days. What we need are virtual schools that students can access around the clock. It'll let us go at our own pace without sacrificing our sleep. Well, we just found Zane's option.
2: <laughs> Actually, with with all the with all the uh, uh, lockdown that has happened for the last couple of months, have there been any statistics on productivity with? the majority of of, of officers either working from home or shutting down altogether at
0: the moment, only anecdotal, like it's going to be a while before all the, all the, all the things come in, but I've spoken to a lot of teachers who have said that it has this sort of this learning distance learning has definitely helped kids who were distracted by the social aspects of school. Like either being cool or being bullied have, like really being able to focus on their schoolwork a lot more and they've had really kind of average students turn around to become really good students but the students who really just want to get out of it whatever way are uh, they it's so much Take easier for them yeah. to get yeah. out of it um so yeah i i it will be interesting um after after covid blows over exactly what the statistics and the work from home situations are
2: mm because I, I, I mean, I, I have a friend of mine I talk to who uh, works in an office with quite a high turnover, just mm. because of the nature of, of uh, what it is. Uh, and she was saying that yeah, one guy during his probation completely blew things off working working from home. Yeah. He had a he had a phone call from the manager saying, <clears throat> "Please attend this meeting." And he said, "Well, I was just about to take a shower. Can we postpone it <laughs> half an hour?" <laughs> no, dude. <laughs>
0: You're Why done. do you need it's no, it's... to take a shower that exact moment <laughs> if you are at home?
2: It's no surprise he didn't make it through his probation.
0: <laughs> Option number three. Kids these days will complain about anything, hollers Naomi Schmidt, my reluctant minister of education. Let's require that all Zane australian school children attend state-run boarding schools. They'll sleep when we tell them to sleep and not a moment later. Parents might not like it, but think of all the frugals they'll save on snacks. Wait, so the parents won't like it. The kids won't like it. <laughs> Who is this school for? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, if everything's government run in Zane Australia, everything is socialized, then there'll be less money spent on, on school lunches.
0: No, no, we are spending it on school lunches because. No,
2: if everybody's working remotely.
0: No, 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 oh, no, no. So this, no, this is, is this is state-run state-run schools. Everyone goes to state-run schools, boarding schools. I'm like, oh, I see. I mean, what? Yeah. <laughs> if if <That's> what
2: I, <laughs> I must have misheard that because I'm terribly confused. <laughs> what it was proposing?
0: I said, kids these days will complain about anything. Uh, my reluctant minister of education require that all Zane Australian school children attend state-run boarding schools so that we can tell them when to sleep and when to wake up. Parents won't like it, but think of all the frugals they'll save on snacks. So they won't like it, but they won't spend as much money on feeding their children?
2: Yeah. Well, my wife went to boarding school in she didn't end up with any more neuroses than anybody else <laughs> i mean uh,
0: boarding school is an option i just don't <laughs> know why who this who this answer is for surely is going to be more work for the reluctant already reluctant minister of education
2: that's well, not for her <laughs> but is he suggesting that the kids be learning around the clock that they essentially <laughs> sleep yeah. and attend school and that's it yes
0: yeah and option number four Hi, hi. My precocious young niece runs around the office. How about big boys and girls and grown ups have nap time? Nap time was so fun. I miss it. Everyone should have nap time. So, siesta, midday now, siesta. Let me
1: bring in Spain and Mexico as an example. And may I, <laughs> may I just step on that straight away and say nobody's ever talking about the terrifying economies of Spain or Mexico? <laughs> no one's um, yeah, very impressed there. So, maybe that's not the option.
2: Have you, have you been to Spain or Mexico or done business with anyone
1: there recently? I'm just talking about... Their Stereotypes.
0: Economy. I'm sure they're lovely to go to. Um, so, of all those four, like, honestly, I, I, like Andy said, I'm going with number one at the moment because there has been actual research saying that teenagers do need more sleep and getting up later in the day does help them pay more attention and learn more. And that's the only... There's, uh, other than that, like, no one actually states any data... Here, wait.
1: You're not doing the online online course.
0: No, 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 no. I I don't see why I would like that. That's always an option for people who can't make it to school, um, and distance learning and that sort of things. But I'm not making it mandatory, yeah. um, because I I don't think that that is a a good way for everyone to learn. Some people learn better that way when they're self guided, um, just with resources provided via correspondence. But I think definitely, I think schools, uh. You know, if they have someone who
1: needs to learn that way, they can provide that education or do it the regular way. To be fair, we have the option at the moment at my, uh, at my workplace of working from home or in the office. Yeah. Working from home is the big preference by the company because obviously they want less staff members in one place because of the whole, you know, coronavirus. Yeah, but I like to just stay in office because I know from myself that not only is my productivity better, but I just enjoy. I tend to work better when it comes to problem solving, when yeah. I have other people physically around me.
0: See, I've only just started working from home and I don't know how to stop working.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just work all the time. Yeah. <laughs> is that, yeah, that sounds horrible. Um, <laughs> maybe need one of those uh, wall, wall uh, clock punches <laughs> installed in. Uh, An alarm goes off if you, don't, if you don't clock out after 12 hours.
0: So is anyone going to stop me from selecting option number one? The only thing Certainly I
2: would not... ever
1: consider doing is vetoing the hell out of you to impose mandatory nap time, but I'm not going to do that. I mean, I honestly, nap time's to... also fine. Like if you want to, like if schools want to have a sleep, have a sleep. Well, Zane, what if I just talk you into nap time rather than veto you there? That is, sounds like a win-win. I mean, the
0: option. I don't think you're going to talk me into it because I've read through these before and I made my decision and my, <laughs> my rationalizations beforehand. And just because nap time sounds good probably isn't a very compelling argument for me. Yeah, it's um, interesting,
2: Zane, you came into the conversation
1: prepared
0: <laughs> With, mm. Yeah, doing research uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's an interesting technique, but let's see how it goes uh, What's the
1: opposite of foreshadowing? Because I've done <laughs> completely the
0: opposite of <laughs> uh, So, school bands practice by moonlight Uh, Banana sales curve upwards. How much money do you need to live? It's less than you think. Studious teens reap academic awards. And tourism industry braces for influx. The biggest up is health at 1.6%. Everything else less than 1%, but that includes weather, ideological radicality, income equality, tourism, pacifism, and taxation at 0.09%. The biggest down is youth rebelliousness. At 33.3%. A huge jump down. Um, Everything else less than 1%, but those include crime, obesity, uh, average disposable income, and uh, employment at 0.06%. So no big changes except for youth rebelliousness, which I think is probably a good thing.
1: Yeah. Do you mind if I go next, Andrew?
0: Please do. I would also like to check youth rebelliousness at the end. Okay. Oh, excellent! To see
1: which where where we're at. <laughs> the world, American youth are very well behaved. Because I, they don't challenge. have the internet. <laughs> yeah. Um, my issue is called a sticky end for leader. Because so This is it. This is I'm jumping the shark. Wrong expression, <laughs> but I'm jumping right to the end of the series where I'm hung and quartered by um, all <laughs> my people. Um, after the recent syrup gate scandal, where your niece was seen eating pancakes with non maple based sweetener relations between Land and and world america have reached an all-time low (sighs) hoping to patch things over a formal head of state visit has been sorry a formal head of state visit has been arranged on the itinerary is an open top ride through the national park in a traditional moose drawn carriage however security staff have expressed some concerns about this so i want the record to show that mooses are on my top five animals I love them, they're okay, fantastic. I don't like <laughs> horses, and these are bigger, but they're goofier and they're, they've got wonderful ants. They so are I'm bigger promise. and
0: definitely more dangerous.:
1: I dare say there's probably been more horse related deaths than moose related deaths, but just because of people you know, tend to fuck around with horses more.
2: Mm. Moose were responsible for
1: twenty percent of vehicle accidents in Sweden in the 1980s. That is a hilarious. <laughs> why did you know that that's a 30 year old statistic that's a 40 year old statistic how did you just i'm impressed you know history history
2: happened a lot a lot longer ago than 30 or 40 years (laughs) what a random stat wait until i tell you about the romans
1: oh god um there are three options here so option one have you heard of the sons of the maple asks your security chief nervously uh, checking behind your desk for hidden assassins. They're hardline Brankalanders, who haven't forgiven Syrupgate, and they've promised to throw a bucket of syrup over your head. Look, someone as important as you do is always going to have enemies, and security is paramount. You should travel only in armored vehicles and have your safety provided only by your own security services. It's a dangerous world, but you have to be pragmatic about it. Okay. I want the record to show that no one's planning on killing me. They're planning on doing a very friendly version of the the ending of Carrie. Do me.
0: Do you have like a a deathly allergy to syrup?
1: No. I'm pro mooses and all things Canadian. I, mean, I know it might it, even make me stronger. Zane, it will be pretty
0: pretty embarrassing.
1: Yeah, it would be embarrassing, but I think it's a it's a harmless prank, and I'm not gonna. I feel like again. Okay, this is purely what? a diplomatic what issue. What if I, I feel like saying no and going on the tour in my tank is just not sending the right message? <laughs> what if you are path.
0: walking through a stable when they when they syrup you and then all the horses just are attracted to lick it all off?
1: Well, there's no horses. It's all moose. So there's, all, all I know about this this country is they have moose no strong <laughs> carriage thing. That's the only information that I've looked into. And apparently maple syrup, which is weird because I always thought Brankoland was more Scandinavian, but apparently they're just Canadian. Yeah. Option two. According to the world census, Brankoland is in the top 5% safest nations in the world, reassures the Minister for Diplomacy, who is known for being quite ambitious. You're as safe within their borders as you are within our own front room. You should show some trust in the Brankolandian security arrangements. After that, I think we could boost our international standing if you visited the front lines of war-torn Maxtopia and try to bring some healing to that broken nation. So this is, you should trust this nation, but then also, actually go into a war zone to another nation. <laughs> so this is really the um, put your money where, where your mouth is sort of thing.
0: Yes. Yes, it is. And I wonder if Seb Merrick is going to do it.
1: Oh, that's my option so far. That's what I'm leaning to between the two of them. Wait, uh, you don't
0: want to go on a tour
1: in a tank? Not really. Why? <laughs> it just seems like a waste of money for somebody that doesn't have a military to buy a tank for one tour. Are you, are you just going to continue in the moose-drawn carriage
2: into the war zone? Oh, that'd be a good option. Make a nice, make a nice weekend of it. I mean, hey,
1: that's fine. <laughs> to the countryside.
0: <laughs> Maybe you could My borrow final. one of their tanks.
1: <laughs> that'd be handy. <laughs> Third and final option. When are you going to learn there's no place that's the safest home, Cruiser, Minister of Domestic Affairs? Besides, we've got problems enough here for you to deal with. You should cancel all state visits for the foreseeable future and pledge to remain random world America, putting your safety as well as the needs of world Americans first. I mean, I'll be honest, none of these are crazy. No. Like, no, all three of these are actually like legitimate answers. Is but that, it's over syrup. Oh, that <laughs> that part that the, the question is crazy. But the answers, hey, if there's a security, if they can get syrup on me, in theory, that could also be a bullet. Like, in fact, it's probably harder to get syrup on me than it is to shoot me. I would assume. <laughs> I would imagine so. <laughs> so, like, if you if you take the thing in the context of what it's meant to be of as an actual real security threat, all three of these are pretty sensible in different rights no. you stay home
2: you make an appointment <laughs> with the ambassador for brankerland and you say i'm very sorry that i wasn't <laughs> using your branded syrup if trade is important to you with them or you just say hey i don't really care for your syrup it's not for me what like you think, hey saying?
0: i am a person i can eat whatever <laughs> i want
1: it wasn't, it, me, wasn't it, was niece.
0: it was yeah it wasn't a political thing hey Drink land.
1: Am I being vetoed here in any direction before I before I announce my my selection? Does anyone have strong feelings about this?
0: I mean, I really think you should borrow one of their tanks, but you know, I that was the option. I know for, that you're getting. My own. I know that you're getting bored. Uh, I didn't even understand what this, this is analogous cool.
2: to. Is it is it analogous to Nixon traveling to to China to open up trade in the seventies? Oh, uh, I mean, could be.
0: Could be something to do with like traveling into like Mexico, um, with like the well, cartels or what have you.
1: I'm going to select option two. Rude. Yeah. Somebody stopping He's me. Boring. The <laughs> okay. But we're not gonna Such we're th- not
0: gonna veto you. We're just gonna
1: shame you. Is this the dangerous option? Because this is the one.
2: Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.
1: It also involves me going into a war zone afterwards. Do it. Why? This is the ballsy option, guys. You cowards what, what? and you're staying home or you're getting a tank. What will you achieve, Seb? Yeah, how can
0: you make any difference in a war zone without a tank?
1: Being leader has been voted one of the top 10 most dangerous jobs. Hey, to be fair, it kind of it should be, right? Like, that, that, that's accurate, right? Like, danger... I mean, in terms of the risks that they're referring to, I guess being... A world leader that's making changes that would be part of the territory, no? I mean, whether they're good or bad changes, regardless, but I, I, I still don't think that the percentage of world leaders
0: who suffer damage while in office would come anywhere close to like, like, uh, e- even like cattle, uh, like cowboy <laughs> deaths yeah, and injuries.
1: Yep. Uh, so headlines are life more exciting and shorter survey says (laughs) uh cod liver oil cures most diseases grandmother reveals economic growth exceeds forecasts and diet conscious world americans turn from dairy Ooh, no dairy This is interesting these results so foreign aid went up 20 percent to be discussed whether that was the giving or the receiving of foreign aid um
0: i believe it is the giving of foreign aid
1: okay black market Because it's World America up sixteen percent. I don't. I couldn't tell you how, but it is. Maybe because I was. Oh, my back was turned while I was in those other nations.
0: <laughs> yes. So, uh, foreign aid is your nation giving um, foreign aid to other
1: nations. Perfect. Uh, crime up five percent. Weaponization up three, and gambling and charmlessness up one percent. As for the downs, I mean, this is good for me. Defense forces down fifteen percent safety down three tourism down two those other two obviously aren't as good but i mean that's part of the course and the yeah. fact that my defense forces went down 15 percent must be a huge decrease because i it's already my my lowest stat it's like you're it's touring a war
2: zone <laughs> to promote brankolandian syrup mm. and
1: you're pleased no, no.
2: that your defense forces have been cut
1: no no i'm i didn't tour a war zone for the syrup i did the syrup tour and then while I was already out there, I then did an additional Warzone tour. They just are, popped in Same the, trip, different agendas. Just for a quick visit. Yes. <laughs> but I didn't tour the Warzone to spruik syrup of another nation. Mm. Oh Why mm. not? I mean, I, I could have done both, but that, that wasn't on the agenda. That wasn't the reason that I went. <laughs> all in all, I'm pretty happy. Except for the black like, market, man. It's- Oh, my God. What is that? Apologies for the beep if you guys all well heard that. I'll never forgive you.
0: Any other things we need to talk about before we go on to Andropolia?
1: Not no. really. Yeah. Seb's as ridiculous as ever. <laughs> I'm just checking what my defense for oh, <laughs> my defense forces went up to to negative five point five at one stage, and now they've dropped to even lower. So that's how I had fifteen percent drop because it briefly <laughs> went up into still into the negatives.
2: Sorry. Oh you guys relying on Andropolyan defence. I
1: was gonna go, I gave a, I gave back a troop to
2: Andropolia.
0: <laughs> no, no. We we rely on money to solve our problems rather than our military.
2: Well, money can do <laughs> some things for you. Can't buy your love or the love Yet. of a good gun. That's for sure. Andropolia has been watching closely after a neighboring country adopted the Maxtopian writing system in conjunction with their own native script. As it has been pros- and it has been prospering, a dispute about whether to follow the example has resulted in various weighty reports from competing ministries. You sit down at your veranda on a quiet afternoon and start with the six hundred and forty two page report from the Ministry of Tourism, which begins. It is the opinion of the minister that we should also adopt the Maxtopian script to run alongside our own writing system. This move would make tourism a far more lucrative pos- prospect. Business transactions would be easier and it will promote healthier relations and vital trade partners, such as Maxtopia and the United Federation. The minister mandates that it should be taught in schools immediately in order that Andropolia may reap the benefits in no more than one or two generations. Mm. I don't see a problem with that, actually. I think, that's, I think that's a fine suggestion. If it's already popular, if it's already starting to be a bit of a lingua franca or, or script franca, so be it why why make why make communication unnecessarily difficult yeah
0: i mean that's the thing if it is popular um why why fight it
2: why fight it let's find out why (laughs) 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 number two as the afternoon progresses you pick up the substantially heavy report by the ministry of culture of course which leads off we strongly stage that we should not adopt a new writing system the current script is rooted in generations of tradition and is the only alphabet the vast majority of Andropolians can read or write. The cost associated by implementing a second alphabet would be monumental. Therefore, the status quo must be maintained. It is further advocated that we must actively encourage greater patriotic spirit and nationalism by explicitly discouraging the use of any foreign script. Now, that just seems backward for yeah. no reason, you know, appealing to tradition for really no good reason.
0: But it's yeah, it's, it's exactly the opposite of practicality. It's like this is so, practically serving a purpose, and you want to get rid of it.
2: Yep, and they want to double down. Yeah, and say no. We, we have to only only do things that we do. The French um, are very. They they actually have laws on on uh, French words, uh, and they are not permitted on on broadcasts to use foreign words. They must be approved French. Words for new things, so they 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 can't use you yeah. know, words that are that are English uh, in nature that are used through, throughout the rest of the world they have to have a French alternative mm. and they are only permitted to use them same
0: with Iceland, Iceland can't incorporate new words they have to make up words out of existing Icelandic words oh really yeah, I think like computer is like which math, which mathematics or something um, which is cool yeah
2: <laughs> but it shouldn't be your only option. <laughs> Number three, the sun begins to set and you now turn to the rather voluminous report by the Ministry of Creative Solutions, which starts out,
1: it is, clear that a new writing,
2: problem, <laughs> it is clear that a new writing system is the only viable long-term solution for this present conundrum. A new system that would accurately transcribe the unique pronunciations contained within our language, promoting greater literacy. This new script shall be drafted with simplicity in mind, so the native Andropolians and foreigners alike would have no trouble learning it. It must be immediately enacted, enacted upon, and made mandatory in all areas of government, business, and schools. This is, I guess, sort of like Esperanto.
0: Yes. Yeah. Where
2: instead of adopting an existing language that has naturally come to dominate one. trade or science or whatever the field it happens to be, um, it's inventing one that tries to appeal to all those. It's a compromise and it's a bad idea.
0: Well, th- m- like Esperanto <laughs> It's it's not,
2: that, it's not that it's a bad idea on the surface It's just another language that people need to learn In order to talk in common Rather than just learning somebody else's language mm. Which happens to be the dominant one at the time
0: Yeah, oh, well what I meant was that we have that example And Esperanto yes. has not yeah. taken off And not served the purpose for which it was created
1: it's Certainly not yeah. Where do they fact, practice it's... that language, sorry? Pardon? Esperanto, es- where's that practiced?
2: Esperanto was created uh, about 100 years ago uh, through a mix of English, French, Spanish, German, Portuguese, I think. There Mm -hmm. are only about 2,000 words in it. It was deliberately deliberately constructed to be easy to learn Mm -hmm. with the idea that Europeans could use it to communicate with one another instead of having to rely on their local uh, uh, language, and of course most of europe has been mm. at war with each other for for most of history so there was always <laughs> that reluctance <laughs> to to use the language of the neighbor with whom you've you know had several generations of, of, of hatred um and it didn't work surprisingly it didn't yeah. take off
1: okay so is it kind of like what the ideal situation would have been with the ea with the um, eu like coming together and having like also like a joint language to kind of bridge some of the gaps there as well. Obviously it predates that.
0: Yeah. It was more, is more for use in things like uh, Interpol or the United, or the United Nations. So like where, where everyone has this very simple uh, language that you can technically all learn very quickly and all speak that language in common without having to say, okay, we're all learning English. And so English is the dominant language of everyone who's involved with this particular organization.
2: Okay. Yeah but because it's specifically simplified you lose a lot of the nuances that actual living languages have so you're far better off just learning a language that most people already talk for, for ease of uh, uh, education or just picking one instead mm. of creating
1: one yeah t- 2000 words sounds shockingly limited or whatever it was in that regard Oh, well, just like, mm.
2: just like German and uh, Icelandic, I guess you can, you can mix them together to, to form more complicated ideas, okay. but then you're just introducing, you know, a new term f- for something that already exists in another language, so just learn that. Mm. Yep, no, makes sense. Yep. And number four, it's now completely dark, and so you retire to bed. On your way, you happen to spot your nephew's discarded homework, covered in scribbled rantings. This homework is stupid. Why do we even <laughs> bother with writing? what good has it ever done for us i wish schools would stop teaching it
1: i mean is he Andrew, just... i'm not a petty man is he just <laughs> abolishing language is
2: that i mean well i think a... the suggestion is to stop schools teaching writing now i'm all in favor of abolishing schools but not education education should be done yeah. at home with with parents or the community you know freely freely assembled and and associating voluntarily not through a government-run school but there are government-run schools
0: well you know the first step to getting rid of school is getting rid of writing
2: (laughs) but i don't want to get rid of writing i want to get rid of the schools and this is not (laughs) the right way for them
1: see andrew you it's it's kind of a double-edged sword for you i mean you want to quote you know reduce your entire constitution down to a pamphlet Ideally, getting rid of a language would be helpful for that but also if you get rid of all your language, do you even really need a pamphlet? <laughs> no, but you see, that's the thing. If you rem-
0: if you remove the government teaching of language from schools, it- language won't disappear. It will just people will just learn language from home or their community. That's right. So, it, like, you could you could do it. Just remove it from the schools. It won't get rid of language altogether. It'll just transfer the the learning from schools to elsewhere.
2: And I don't think uh, the idea, you know what i suspect that answer would go to if you elected that is that the language would simply splinter so you'd have a million different dialects yeah. based on who uh, interacted with which which groups interacted with, with one another and you and probably have that's...
0: soaring illiteracy rates uh, possibly because not everyone possibly. would would uh, prioritize learning language
2: certainly not yeah. and uh, writing is not necessary for um for civilization but it has been a remarkably efficient way of, of doing it so far, yeah. uh, and why mess with uh, data? You know, it, it actually works. So unless there's unless there's an actual objection, I'm just going to go with the first suggestion, which is to adopt the new script to run alongside. It's not going to put anybody uh, who knows the native uh, one out because I... they, they they can continue using that.
1: Agree. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to stop you. There's no, I mean. There's a couple of bad options, and this is not one of them. So, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, let's see what horrors nation states. can. Do you guys remember <laughs> when we
1: used to veto each other because we genuinely believed in the option that we wanted the person to take, as yep. opposed to now, where we veto them to make them take? A I bad got option? in
0: so much trouble doing that.
1: Which part? The 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 nice version or the, the nice bad the nice
0: version. And so, because because I got in so much trouble doing the nice version, I started doing the mean version because I, it's that. the same reaction what? either way
2: that's the show guys we have to be horrible to one another that's what the, that's what the people want I wish want. it, it wasn't the show I wish we could be friends <laughs> curse the audience yep. textbooks are exactly twice as heavy as they used to be the Andropolis Central reports economic growth exceeds forecasts hey. welcome rising income inequality teens build working deep space exploration rocket and andrew Polley wins international attention the good kind oh
0: good kind hooray it took
2: three seasons andrew but you did it <laughs> uh
1: excellent news book publishing up 39 percent because you took on a scandinavian language those bosses love writing books it's true <laughs> i know I was like, it's actually a fact <laughs>
2: Public education up 7%. Wealth caps up 5%. Government size uh, up 3%. Mm. Safety up to 2.5%, two, two uh, interestingly. Taxation up one5 and, and the weather up 1%, as is intelligence and pacifism. So these are good things to have gone up. Yeah, wonderful. As far as the downtrends are concerned, manufacturing is down 1%. Crime is down 1%. Authoritarianism down one5 The culture... Uh, <laughs> recorded as the uh, Snufflebottom Wiggendom pentatonic <laughs> scale is down 2%. Weaponization down 2 and income equality, the biggest uh, loser this week at 4.5%. Wonderful. All in all, I think that's positive.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's pretty predictable as well. Nothing too weird happened there. Certainly not.
2: I am curious what would have happened if we abolished teaching... Uh, writing in schools. (laughs) Very curious.
0: Well, we can't go back because decisions have been made. But let's check youth (laughs) rebelliousness, shall we?
2: Youth rebelliousness.
0: So, youth rebelliousness is the world census observers counted the number of times their car stereo was stolen from outside fast food stores to determine which nations
1: have relatively high levels of youth-related crime. This is not an interesting stat for me. I started on two. I peaked at six. I'm sitting on four.
0: (laughs) Okay. All right.
1: That's very interesting. Andropolia
2: Andropolia started at negative four, the lowest it's ever been. Um, It has, throughout the entire game, it's crept up to four, which was its all-time high, and now it's dropped down to two. Interesting. So youth rebelliousness has never been as high as it has been in Submerica.
1: america Yeah, I was... On sixths from pretty much August through till February.
0: So right. hmm. Yeah. Uh, Zane Australia also started out on negative four. Um, quite recently hit an all time high at six and has dropped back down wow. to two.
2: So we're all we're all around two at the moment. Yeah, and
0: also it didn't change very much or very often. This one is kind of a but, few steps up, few steps down, few steps up, few yeah. steps down.
2: I'm, I'm I'm quite surprised to hear that that Andropolia didn't peak as high as either of you.
1: Mm, mm, I wonder why. Mm, probably very, because I'm, I'm, there's
2: I'm yeah. a
0: lot of gun violence and people will shoot the teenagers if they misbehave.
2: And that's what keeps them in line.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Well, that has been another week of A New World Order. You can find us online on Facebook or on Twitter. If you want to be one of the best people in the world, go to patreon.com forward slash New World Order podcast. And find out for some bonus episodes right there until next week i have been zancy Weber, chancellor of the national council of zane australia twirling forever towards the future
1: i have been sebastian of the united states of world america the champion of whatever who knows that's as far as i'm gonna go the Hi, champions
0: bye. of whatever Le champion. <laughs> i'm being all french
1: today it's definitely not a wrestling thing it's definitely a wrestling thing <laughs>
2: And I have been Andrew Shostler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia. Imploring you all, carte blanche, sans plume.
0: Till next time, gentlemen. I don't believe in coincidences. How much shit can happen on one street? One little insignificant street. Quiet, suburban, nothing shady until a year ago, and now two families are destroyed. A disappearance and a death,
1: exactly one year apart, and they live next door to each other. Something strange was going on on Hazel Street, and I was going to find out. Golden Ash, an episodic crime drama
2: from That's Not Canon Productions.
1: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less in similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50